Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tyler doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
of Real Talk with Tanya White. That is my cut of the decade, Living My Life Like It Was Golden by Jill Scott. And I hope that you are living your life in 2010, which is the year that you should be determined to win like it's golden. If not, listen, we only have a few more hours left until this first quarter is over. Tomorrow, no, tonight, you need to make up in your mind that you're going to live the golden life that God has already intended and anointed you to have and get in gear. What are you waiting for? If you need help, listen, I'm here to help you. That is exactly what why Real Talk with Tanya White is on the hair, air to help you change your no-I-can't attitudes into yes-I-can actions. So what you can say, yes, I did to some accomplishments. And if you need any help, Email me at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com, T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, and that's what we're talking about tonight. If you're having trouble understanding what your purpose is this year, we have Dr. Teresa Harrison on talking about her brand-new book, How to Pursue Your Purpose, and we also have my wonderful co-host, Dr. Naima Johnson, who I'm going to bring on in just a minute, and she's going to be talking about how to get in gear she has a new, a brand new ebook out, and she's going to give us nuggets from that phenomenal book, as well as share in the hosting responsibilities tonight. So this show is help you shift gears. Tomorrow begins the second quarter of 2010, which you should be determined to win. And listen, they call tomorrow April Fool's Day, but I want it to be April Focus Day. I want you to focus on who you are, what you're supposed to be doing right now and how you can start doing it. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. As I said, listen, I am your host, Tanya White. Our normal show is on Thursday nights, and, yes, we are having a show tomorrow. We're going to spring into action that kicks off our five-week series, and we have some phenomenal motivational speakers, authors, people who know what they're doing, uh, just going to help you spring into action tomorrow. We have Brian Ganges on. He's going to help us put all the pieces together. We're going to review what happened in first quarter. We're going to get you in gear for second quarter and beyond. And he's going to give you some nuggets of wisdom on how to bring balance to your spiritual and practical life. Brian Ganges is on uh, tomorrow. We also have Sandra Steen. She's going to give us an extreme, a joy makeover in a couple of weeks to help us spring into action. And we got a lot of more people in store for you. We have some phenomenal guests on for our Boast About Your Book segment. Listen, April is just going to be extremely awesome. So tune in starting tomorrow on our regular time at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here for another hot-smoking Rated R edition of Real Talk with Tanya White. And what does Rated R stand for? It stands for Real, Relevant, and Refreshing, which we are committed to being every single time we hit the Blog Talk airwaves. Listen, I want you to visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color. If I want you to visit it today, uh, at least before Saturday, because my latest book, Girl, You Can Win, The Ten Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman. Listen, y'all, I have lost my mind this week. You know, March Madness is in full effect, and I love March Madness. All my teams may not have win, but I love the spirit of March Madness because you know why? Everybody takes their game to another level. That's what life is supposed to be about, not only in just one month. You're supposed to take your life to another level. So I love watching the teams taking their game, stepping up their uh, game, and improving their skills to go to another level to in pursuit of winning 
the title of the number one college team in America. So for this week, because it's Final Four week, we have a Final Four for Four where you can get Girl You Can Win for a small investment of just $4. $4. Listen, I'm taking the excuses out. This book is my best book ever. It gives you 10 highly essential habits that every woman needs if she wants to be a winning woman. And God created us to win. We were born to win. We were built to win. Now it's time that we start believing that we can win. This book, which is 100 pages of power, you can read in the beauty shop while you're getting your nails done, will absolutely change your life, change your thinking. And this is not just a book. It's a belief system. So I want to give I want to give it to people for just $4 in, in the spirit of March Madness. For, so this week for just $4, plus shipping and handling, go to my website. I will sign it with a personal inscription. Look, don't just buy one. Order one for your friend. Order one for your book club, your Sunday school. This is a small investment that will change your life. Next time this year after reading this book, your life will not, guaranteed, will not be the same. You will go to another dimension after reading. Girl, you can win the 10 highly essential habits of a winning woman. As you're visiting TanyaWhite.com, go ahead and sign up for Tanya's Tips. Uh, check out my other books. Also, if you're looking to become a Real Talk sponsor, we have that available too for affordable price of fifty dollars a month. We will promote you. We will listen. We will drive people to your site, and being a sponsor sponsorship partner with us helps pay for our uh, wonderful assistant, Miss Leah Hubbard, who gets all these great guests on, coordinates that, and we also just do a whole lot of things. We give giveaways. Uh, we edit some of our shows. We do a whole lot here, Real Talk, because we are determined to help you change your no I can't attitude into yes I can action so that you can have some yes I did accomplishments. So let me bring on my wonderful, wonderful guest, Dr. Naima. I think I can't even keep up anymore. I think this is her fifth, fourth, I don't know. <laughs> but I love her, and I'm glad that she's on tonight. Hello, Dr. Naima. How are you? I am living my life like it's golden, girlfriend. Hey, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you are. Ooh, I am. I well, that am. That is wonderful. Now, where are you? You are the traveling woman. Where are you today? <laughs> today, I am sitting in the car in Nashville, Tennessee, about okay. to go over to Madison, Tennessee. I'm always moving. You know I'm always okay. moving, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Madison, isn't that like an hour away? No, it's only about 20 minutes, 25 oh, minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How's the weather in the other bill? Because I'm in Louisville. Uh, the weather is beautiful. I think it is 72. Yeah. yeah. yeah loving it. Loving we it. We got that 70 weather, and it's like, uh-oh, spring is finally, finally here. I know it, but I'm going to have on those shorts now. It's no. a little bit too early for that. I've no, seen a lot no, of that, but uh, no not, the kid, not the kid. <laughs> I broke out some sandals today, but... I was uh, from the car to the building, from the car to the building. So, but <laughs> I'm loving this weather. It's supposed to stay through Easter, so I am excited, excited. Now, Dr. Yeah. Naima, of course, yeah. you've been on the go, but you've done a lot of writing since the I last have. time you've been on here. So tell us what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. I have been burdened. I mean, that's the best way I can explain it, just burdened with um, – a desire to help people achieve their God-given dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to travel so much, and I've got to talk to so many people, and 
um, they all want to know, how do you do it? How do you do what you do full time? You don't work a, a regular job. You just, you know, tour the country and you minister and you sing and you write. How do you do it? And I, I really was feeling this burden for these people because they all had these dreams that they wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so I took all the life lessons, you know, that, that God had given me. Some of them were, were hard life lessons mm-hmm. and started to put together this um, dream development initiative where I started to coach people and, and teach people how to achieve their God-given dreams. And that's how the new ebook came out, um, Dr. Nay's Manual, to go with what you got, how to achieve your God-given dreams. Yeah. Mm, go, That's what I've been doing. Go with what you got. Go now, with what you got. Mm-hmm. I know that was a divine straight from the throne room. Uh, it was. Title. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. I actually was, um, girl, laying in the bed thinking about quitting. Just, oh. you know, I don't have enough money. I don't have the resources. I don't know the right people. I'm too old. It's too late. I've missed my opportunity. Wah, 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 wah. And I heard in my mind, clear as day, Judges chapter 6. Just, I mean, just like that, just clear as day, Judges chapter 6. And so mm. I got up and went to the Bible, opened it up, opened it up to Judges chapter 6, and it was the story about Gideon, and God was calling Gideon to go fight the Midianites. Mm-hmm. And he says to Gideon, basically, you know, go with what you got. I know you don't have anything, but go with what you got because I'm going with you, and that's all you need. And I was like, well, all right then. If I must not have the resource tangibly in my hand, it's going to come some kind of way. I got God, so I'm going to go forward and, and do what what I need to do. And and since then, over the last two years, my ministry has really expanded um, nationally, on a national level. I've just began to see a great growth and spurt just by going out and going forward with what I had. And what I had was the Lord, some dedication, some time, a computer, and a phone, and that is what I went with. Go with yeah. what you got. And you said something that, you know, resonated with me because it must be the season, Um uh, to quit and say, look, you know, I've done this long enough, and right. I'm not seeing the the rewards, uh, the benefits of what you promised me, God. And so tell us uh, somehow what is it sometimes we don't know where the quitting, um, you know, attitude comes from. Can you identify where that came from or uh, and how you eventually, I know you said you read the Bible, but what practical steps did you take to really push through? Because sometimes that can take you out and have you off your uh, life destiny forever. So give right. us a little insight. Well, you know what? Of course, after all of that happened, then it was like, all right, well, what is the practical thing to do? Mm-hmm. And the practical thing was to understand that I, I didn't know what I didn't know I didn't know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed to figure out what I needed to know to do what I needed to do with very little resources. Mm-hmm. So the very first couple of months after that, I was in the library, I was reading, I was doing research, I was interviewing other artists, because for me at that point in time it was, how do I develop my music ministry? So it was, let me talk to all the artists I can talk to. Let me read all the books that I can read. Let me figure out what is the most important thing here. Oh, it's marketing. It's getting myself out there in front of people. So let me learn how to put together a marketing plan because I can't hire a PR person. Let me figure out how I need to write a press release. Let me – you're not going to let me come do an event? I'll do my own event. So let me figure out how to to put this event together. Are you going with what you got? (laughs) 
I was going with what I got. I was. I mean, those were the that was the number one practical step. After a lot of prayer, it was okay. Let me figure out what I need to know. And so I spent a lot of time doing a lot of research, and then taking that research. And when I say research, I mean reading, interviewing people, looking online, um, attending seminars, attending events, and not just music events, business events and marketing seminars. And there's a ton of stuff going on free online. Somebody is always doing some seminar on how to market your, your business or you know how to get new clients. Somebody is always doing something. So there's no excuse. You know, if you've got an Internet connection, you can get the, 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 the information. And then just taking the time to craft a plan, not just saying, okay, I'm going to do this, but actually sitting down and coming up with the concrete steps. You know, this is, this is what I'm trying to achieve. This is the objective. This is what I want it to look like when it's done. This is the outcome that I desire. These are the six or seven steps I need to take. I need to call this person. I need to book this room. I need to see if I can get a sponsor. And then actually implementing that plan and sticking to it and holding myself accountable and getting an accountability partner. That helped a lot, too. Someone who said, you know, are you doing what you need to be doing? And, of course, I always go back to it, hiring a coach. Mm-hmm. Was, it was the best thing that I could have done was hiring yes, a coach. Let me tell you about that coach. You would never see me. You would never have no real talk. But Tanya right. Wright had uh, Valerie Burton had not birthed right. me into my next destiny. But I hear so many things of what you just said, which is powerful. You said, first of all, you sat down <laughs> and you prepared and you researched. Right. Um, we don't do that as people. And I'm not just going to say black people, but as people, because I'm a teacher and I see the fruit of our non-preparation um, right. holistically through our cultures. Why is it so important for us to really be intentional? Because you be- became intentional about right. preparing ourselves. You you didn't think, okay, I, I'm Dr. Naima, so I know everything, <laughs> you know, because some of us think that way. How? Why is it so important for us to really, first of all, like you said, prepare yourself, go to the library, look on the Internet. Why is it so important to do that? Well, you know, for me, the reason why I was in the place that I was in was that I didn't do research. You know, I had been in full-time ministry and, and working to build this, this organization for about four years before I got to this point of, I can't do this, I'm ready to quit. And that four years prior to that, I hadn't done any research. I just thought I knew everything and God was just going to bless it because mm. he had called me. And, and so I went forward, you know, doing what I knew to do, but what I knew to do was not enough because although I had a lot of education, it, some of it was not um, in the areas that I needed. I didn't have any education in marketing or in business or in, you know, um, I mean, it was in education. And so I found myself after four years just devastated, financially devastated, um, looking at losing my house. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible place to be. So it, w- it was really, okay, you're either going to have to quit and go back to work or you're going to have to get a word from the Lord to get this thing together. And what I got was a word from the Lord. And that's why the research is so important because if I had went into the thing properly prepared, I would have gotten a small business loan instead of taking out mm-hmm. my um, 401K. Oh, Lord, that point, have mercy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You I know? know, you know, and I say that, <laughs> Lord, have mercy, because a lot of, a lot of uh, especially women business owners, uh, do that. Uh, now let me go back to, first of all, you said you was in, ministry and you had right. not prepared 
And that right. leads me to another one of my talking topics that I talk about. I'm a Christian, you all. Uh, and I love God, I love the church, but I have some concerns about the church because uh, as a society, society has progressed further than the church. And when I say the church, I'm talking about in preparing the saints for works of service. Works of service means, like you said, preparing, going prepared, doing the research, uh, uh, viewing the Internet, getting marketing kits, doing all that. As a minister of the gospel, speak to uh, us leaders and how important it is to prepare the saints to tell them not only the spiritual, yes, have faith the size of a mustard seed and believe God, but combine it with the practical and do your homework. Right, right. And you know what? That is my whole foundational principle for my dream initiatives with my ministry. It's that the Spirit of the Lord empowers the practical. You have to have the knowledge. I mean, and it's not to say that God won't give you favor or God won't tell you to do this or do that, but you know what? You have to be prepared. You have to be found ready, willing, and able. I mean, what kind of servant are you going to be? The one that's burying your talent or the one that's using your talent? And to use your talent, you have to have the knowledge and the wisdom. Faith without works is dead. So, Put some works behind that faith and go figure out what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I think the church is definitely suffering because ministry costs money. Oh, you can go out there Dr. and protest Dr. everything. Say it again. Ministry costs money. Money. You know, people out there protesting, they're protesting abortion, and but, but you don't have any place to put that woman up. You don't have a home you could take her to and say, you know what, I'm going to cover your health care. I'm going to make sure you have the skills that you need. No, I'm just going to stand out in front of this abortion clinic and holler about how you shouldn't do that. But I can't help you in any way, shape, or form. Come on now. Ministry well, costs money. Somebody needs to help. Somebody needs to get. Well, you know, because it just it blows my mind how people are like, we don't need it. We don't need any money. Uh-uh. We need provision, divine provision, which comes when we are faithful. Of course, paying our tithes and offering, being faithful. But it also comes from moving forward in what God has called us to do so that we can fund the ministry. And that is when the supernatural empowers the practical. So now you can feed and clothe and and pay for this woman's health care. And, look, you've saved a life and you've ministered life, and now you have added to the kingdom. But people don't want to look at it like that. Girl, that's a whole – I'm going to have to bring you on for another topic because it does – to do ministry effectively, and, and uh, Dr. Teresa Harrison of Gospel Today, she has a powerful story, but it takes money, and, and it goes back to the budgeting, the planning, and um, especially positioning, because a lot of us, when we get wealth, we don't share information on how, uh, for others, on how they can get wealth. Let me say this. Realistically, how they can get wealth, how they can uh, uh create multiple streams of income, and I dare say we don't create opportunities for people to do so. There are a lot of us in positions who have the platform. I don't care. Like you said, you got to go with what you got. Some of us have platforms to springboard people to another level, uh, and we don't do it. So I love what you said. Look, I love this, go with what you got. We're talking to Dr. Naima Johnston. She's talking about her uh, brand-new e-book, 
uh, a part of her dream initiative called Go With What You Got. And, and she said it stems from Judges 6 where Gideon said, God, I don't have this. And I've been there so many times ready and willing to quit and throw it all in because I didn't have what I needed. But, look, Dr. Nye, you didn't gave me um, Go With What You Got. Girl, go on, girl. Go listen, on. girl. Go with what you got. We may have to do a teleconference together, um, based on right. that. And uh, <laughs> girl, you can win because that's that's really straightened me up. Because there's a season where you go through and you be you are attacked mentally and uh, in your attitude and everything, and you you want to quit. Like you said, right. sometimes you deplete your funds or you do get the loan and things are not rolling in, uh, so you're strapped. Trying to pay that back, uh, right. and so you you really do when you're purpose driven. And Dr. Teresa is going to talk about her book, How to Pursue Your Purpose. You got to go with what you got. So I love that. Listen, Dr. Naima, give us your contact information if somebody wanted to get this book. Go with what you got. Where can we get it? You can get it at www.naima n a i m a. Johnston, that's with a T, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, dot com. Under, there is a panel that says Dreams, button mm-hmm. that says Dreams go there, and there's a link there for you to get the ebook. Um, you can shoot me an email, uh, Naima's, N-A-I-M-A-S, Broken, B-R-O-K-E-N, box, all one word, Naima's Broken Box at Yahoo.com. You can also shoot me um, an email, and I get that link out to you in the next 24 hours. And you know, the ebook is only nine dollars and ninety nine cents. If people want a hard copy, you know, you can get that for nineteen ninety nine. And and um, but however they like it, I'd like to get it in their hands. I yes. definitely would. I definitely would. Yes, listen, listen, you guys. This is the last day of the first quarter, and there are no more excuses. We are in the we are in a time where we have opportunity. Yes, we have issues financially, economically, socially, but you're in the best time ever in this world. So you need to take advantage of uh, economical resources, and it's not a cost. It's an investment because when you invest in go with what you got, I'm sure, I'm positive, Dr. Naima is going to give you some nuggets of wisdom that will shift your life into overdrive. Now, I want to say, I didn't get so excited. I forgot to welcome all of our guests in the chat and online. Listen, Dr. Naima then got me hyped. You know, <laughs> it's certain words that just get in my spirit. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like Rocky. I'm coming back with my theme song, ready to knock somebody out. And I love this, go with what you got. What else? What, what else? Um, And I've lost, because you said prepare. Mm-hmm. You said learn. And then I heard you say you had to do some of the right. things that you couldn't hire people to do. Talk right. about that because some of us, you know, um, I counsel a lot of small business uh, owners sometimes, and, you know, they have a business idea and they have all of their, uh, you know, processes and people down, but they don't want to do nothing the legwork. They want to, you know, get this person, and you know how we are. We want to hook people up. We want people to hook us up with their time. So how important right. is is it for people who are really wanting to uh, reach their dreams to really? You know, you, you have to make that decision whether or not are you wishing. I read this quote the other day, and it was like, are you wishing or are you willing? Are mm-hmm. you wishing for something to happen? Are you willing to, to do what it needs to be done to make it happen? Um, 
and there are things that I still hate to do, but if I don't get it done, I'm never going to get to the place where um, I can actually hire somebody to take over. And I find that a lot, particularly in the arts, you know, people are always like, well, how can I get a booking agent? How can I find a manager? Maybe how many times are you singing out a month? Oh, once? No. <laughs> nobody nobody is going to, to, to want to work with you because you're not going to be able to pay them. And then their response is, well, how am I supposed to get out there if I don't have a booking agent? Pick up the phone, open up the yellow pages, look under churches, and call the first one and say, hello, can I come in and share my music ministry with you? Mm-hmm. It, it works. I've done it. That's how I got started. So, yes. <laughs> yes, you got to have that. You got to go with what you got, Dr. Naima. Right. That's right. Wow, wow. And and that is so true. I've been, this is my fifth year, and I cannot believe it, fifth year of TanyaWhite.com and uh, all that stuff. And people, they look at the website and they say, oh, you have so many people working for you. People don't know that I just got a virtual assistant like six right. months ago. Right, and, right. And they think it's my, my full-time job. No, I work for the man. <laughs> but... <laughs> but I have my things, like you said, prepare and do everything yourself. I have it so tight that you would think that my company is ran full time, and right. so and and you, like you said, you have to prepare yourself. You have to get in to together, and you have to do what you have. To, you got to. I'm keep that in my mind. You have to go with what you got. If you have any right. questions or comments right now for this powerful divine word from Dr. Naima. Johnston, as we wait for Dr. Teresa, we're just on with doctors tonight. And so uh, please call 347-215-6446. Press the number one key so that we know that you are out there and want to say something. Dr. Naima, what other nuggets of wisdom will people uh, receive from your deposit in this book? You know, by the time you are done, if you work the book from start to finish, you will have a concrete strategic plan with a clarified mission, purpose, vision statement, goal set. You will actually have a plan in place that you can walk away and get started with step by step by step. And it even addresses those things that, you know, well, maybe I don't have enough, re- I don't have enough time. So how do you make time? You know, I need to raise funds for this. Okay, so how do you raise the funds? I mean, there are even worksheets in there that talk about how to do those things, how to get past your fears, how to um, move forward, um, manage your time. Just all, all of that is in there because those are all the areas that I struggled with, managing my time, fi- figuring out, you know, okay, who do I need on my team? How do I get a team together? Working with volunteers. What's my mission? You know, I had to really clarify all those things. Because um, once you have a clear mission, you can really go forward knowing exactly what it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so that is exactly what they're going to come out with um, if they purchase the book, a, a concrete strategic plan, which is what you need to move forward. You're talking my life language strategic plan. I've been saying yep. that for years. Um, yep. You just said something, see, that's what that's what happens when you're on the verge of turning 40. It slips out of your mind that quick. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Okay, forty is a great age, girl. I'm looking forward to it. I know, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited, but there's some changes that come. You said there are forms in there. Yes. Uh, why did you place forms in there? Because a lot of us people we read books, but we don't apply 
Uh, and so I love books with forms, questions, and all that great stuff. Is that why you put it in there? You know, I, I wanted it to actually be a work book. Okay. You know, I think you can read something and you can jot down a little idea, and, and that's great. You can get inspired. But a lot of us don't, our minds don't work that way. It's mm-hmm. more of I've read it, now this is how I'm going to apply it. Okay, so here's what I need to do. Here's my list. When it's all said and done, I have a list. And it's easier to work from a list of things that, that need to happen than it is to just read something that tells you what needs to happen, but you you then close the book up and you put it on the shelf. I mean, when you walk away with an actual plan, then you know exactly what it is you have to do. And you can hold yourself accountable, I think, in a in a much better way when you have a list. And that was why the worksheets were so important to me. Yeah. Now let's talk about the time management. That's what I wanted to talk about because okay. manage time. Those are two words that mm-hmm. we don't like to put together. Right. What does uh, time management look like in the life of somebody who is really trying to make their dream become a reality? Well, you know, I think it's the, the foundational principle. And then particularly if you're working full-time, mm-hmm. if you're working full-time and you have a family, I can imagine. You know, when I started out, I was working full-time. And so I had to do things like take my lunch hour at my job, mm-hmm. take that one hour and commit it to doing what I needed to do to make the dream come true. And so that meant, you know, I got the cell phone and I I closed my office door and I made some phone calls and, you know, got on my personal email account and um, sent out the emails and read what I needed to read and, you know, jotted down what I needed to do. Um, Sometimes it was, okay, I'm going to take this whole Saturday and I'm not going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to what needs to be done or I'm going to have to get up a half an hour early or but that was when, you know, I was actually working a full-time job, and I was working a demanding job because I was working with college students, which means mm-hmm. you work college student hours, which means I was getting off campus 9, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's all about how bad you want your destiny and, and how much you want to see your life change. If you're happy where you are, you know, then you're not going to put the effort in. But if you really want to move forward, you'll find the time. And then also still making time for um, your your spiritual life and keeping your family number one priority if you have a family at home and um, having time for you. Because that's one thing that I didn't do. I spent a lot of time working and not enough time mm-hmm. in my personal life. And, and that created a real odd balance, which I'm trying to figure out now because now I actually have a personal life. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just saying that. That's so ironic. I was having uh, – uh, it was, uh, you know, some uh, dinner with some friends and slash business meeting slash everything. And and this is one, too, if you're single. They was like, girl, you got a maid because you're single. I said, no, I don't. I struggle with the same issues as you do. It's the time right. management. And I have to find balance because I could throw myself into work. Because right. you know I'm on I'm on that Beyonce Oprah you know track. <laughs> I'm trying to get <laughs> some places before I turn 45. Right, uh, right. And so, and I say I, I have to find balance, and it's just exactly what you say. And um, even though it's just like carving out that time, carving out right. that uh, social time to spend with people, you know, who uh, you know, just take away the work. Uh, don't talk about work. Sometimes I have to p- tell people, don't talk about work to me. I'm here with you, so let's have fun. Um, and you have to find that balance because if not, you will wake up and. You're like, okay, it's three years, and I haven't, you know, I haven't gone on vacation. I haven't done this. And so it's 
Time management is more than working. It's also balancing that fun and that family time together. It is, and you can't get so caught up in it. I was, you know, I I work with British. British is my life coach, and Uh um, British uh, Fort Hill. And she and I were talking yesterday in our one-on-one meeting, and I was saying, you know, I for so long I worked these sixteen-hour days. Um, because it was just me and I was single and that's what I did and that was mm-hmm. fun to me and, and, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And now I've got this uh, <laughs> significant other. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, how do I balance, you know, giving him the time and attention he needs and still accomplish the level of work that I need to accomplish to get where I need to go? Because I still have, you know, a vision and a dream. And I'm like you. I'm trying to be on the Oprah Beyonce track for I'm 45 too, and that's I know, that's right. years from now. So I mean, I got stuff to do, and uh, so how do I balance all of that? And I know it's not God's plan for me to be working 16 hours a day. It never was. Right. So you know that's that's so important. It's so important. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Dr. Naima Johnson. She's talking about her powerful book. Go with what you got. And we're patiently waiting for Dr. Teresa Harrison. As you know, schedules get busy, and I believe her book just came out. So we're going to patiently wait. Dr. Naima, yes. now let's go to the coaching thing because you know I'm a coach person, not yes. only the purses, but I believe in a life coach. <laughs> you said that it's, when when you enlisted British, you saw your mm-hmm. life change again. Right. What did you? Ha- what happened where you came to the point where, okay, now it's time to really invest in a coach because, like you said, you didn't know what you didn't know. Right, right. Okay. So how did you come to that point and say, I'm going to take the money to invest in a life coach, and I'm going to take the time, and I'm going to be committed to this thing? Right, right. You know, I it was after this whole, I had this whole go with what you got revelation, and I started mm-hmm. to move forward. But even then, I got to a point where I was like, okay, well, what's next? Oh, how do I get to the next level? I've got some issues. You know, why do I always get to this one place and then it seems like I can't get past this this level, you know, what's going on with me? And it was just then that I was beginning to hear about coaching and, and um, beginning to understand the importance of a coach. And um, that was when, you know, I co-hosted with you and she actually was on there. And that was really my first introduction to how powerful coaching could be and what it could potentially do for me. And so I went ahead and I followed up and wound up working with British through um, Compass, which is, made it so affordable. I mean, there wasn't any excuses after that. $59, you know, for, for two sessions and a one-on-one, you, I, there was just no excuse. Mm-hmm. And I have. I have seen my life change. It's not, you know, where I want it to be, but whose is? It, but it definitely isn't what it was. Um, mm-hmm. And so many things have happened, you know, just from learning to set clear intentions to understanding why I do the things I do, to challenging myself, to um, change in some areas, to having someone to hold me accountable. I mean, she's not a therapist and (laughs) she's not a mentor, but she actually is like, you know, she's the the coach at Team Naima, Team Dr. Nay, and and is is helping me make it happen, and I'm so appreciative of it. You know, it's worth the investment, seriously. It's worth the investment. And I want to talk about enlisting a team because after a coach you have to rearrange your inner circle team and the people that are connected to you if you really want to pursue your dream but we're going to take a break and uh we're still patiently waiting on dr harrison 
But we're going to take a break and listen to Israel Houghton, No Limits, No Boundaries, because we want you to shift gears. Listen, first quarter 2010 is over. Now tomorrow begins second quarter. I want you, I want you to ask yourself, am I closer to my goals this year? Or am I further away? So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk more with Dr. Naima. No limits, no boundaries, I see increase all around me. Say no limits, no boundaries, I see increase all around me. Come on. Enlarge my territory. Can you pray these words with me? No limits, no boundaries. Come on. Said I see increase all around me.
want you to pursue your purpose, realize your dream, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Listen, Dr. Naima has been kicking nuggets of wisdom from her brand new ebook, Go With What You Got. And we're still patiently waiting for Dr. Teresa Harrison. Um, so, Dr. Naima, yes. before we took a break, you said you were talking about coaching. But after coaching, uh, you had to make some more changes in your life. Right. Let's talk about that. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? It always comes back to it doesn't matter if you hire a coach, if you buy an ebook, if you buy your book, if you listen to this program, if you don't do anything with the information, you know, that you, you get, you have to apply it to change your life. And I think sometimes that's the hardest part. Sometimes it's real easy to hire a coach or to um, buy a book, but to actually implement the change, that's when – you really have to make the commitment and dedicate yourself to whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, after I started working with British, I had to, I had to, you know, carve out some time daily to do the assignments that I needed to do. I had to be willing to look at and examine um, why I was doing some of the things that I was doing. I had to be willing to admit to another person this is what what I did and I knew I shouldn't have done it and I don't know why I keep doing the same thing over and over again and then doing the hard work of actually digging in and figuring out, okay, you know, why why did I do that? And I'll give you an example because I'm, I'm pretty open. We were talking about um, discovering balance in my life and me getting organized and um, getting my desk. I mean, something as simple as my desk, getting my desk in order. And I was saying, I know I can fix it. I can fix anything. The problem is, can I change it? I can fix it, and in two weeks it can be back exactly where it is. So how do I change it? Mm-hmm. And so we came up with some ways to, for me to be accountable to actually make it being organized, being more organized, an actual habit. Um, and so I had to commit to, to doing what we came up with, which was taking a picture of my desk and posting it on Facebook. <laughs> every oh. Monday morning and saying, this is how organized I am, world. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said something profound, and I don't think you even, you said I can fix it, but I can't change it. Right. We, I know I've been a fixer-upper all my life, but it wasn't until, like you said, I had to change uh, some things, which started with my mindset. Right. Uh, that I see lasting uh, results. Now, when you – and people may be listening right now and thinking, oh, keeping your desk clean, that is a simple thing. But like right. you said, fixing and changing are two different things. Explain those two extremes. Well, here's the best example I can give. I have always struggled with my weight. Mm. I know how to drop 30 pounds. Yeah. I could decide tomorrow I'm going to drop 30 pounds, and I could drop 30 pounds in two months. The problem is – can I lose the other 30 pounds I need to lose? Or, oh, look, I turned around it five months later and I've gained 15 of those pounds back. Mm-hmm. I fixed the problem for a little while, but I didn't change myself. I didn't change my mindset to make it a permanent, lasting part of my life. And that is a problem. I think we all do that, and that's one, one of the reasons why we move forward and then we back up. We move forward or we stop. It's like we make a gain and then we can't get as far as we want to go because we fix something, but we don't really change ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and that has something. been, yeah, that's yeah, a that, deep revelation for me. Yeah, and that, and that, 
did you discover that through coaching, the the difference between fixing and changing, or did you already know that, but you needed, you know, the help of a coach to help you put it into perspective? You know what? That's a that's a good question. I actually, and when I tell you this, it'll probably blow your mind. I had this revelation yesterday while I was in my coaching session with British, and I was actually talking to her about, um, she was saying, well, you know, you can get organized, and what's stopping you from getting organized? And, and I started to laugh, and I said, you know, British, I can get organized. That's not the problem, but staying organized. And then I was like, I stopped because I realized that it was a deeper issue. It was, I know how to fix this problem, but how do I change myself so it's never a problem again? It never reemerges again. Um, and I think knowing that, it's part of the battle because now I'm aware. See, I don't think I was aware of that before, but now I'm aware that I fix things and don't change things, and maybe that's part of the struggle in these areas that I struggle to overcome in my life. And that is so, I mean, that resonates with me because, like you said, I've had I've had a, a battle with weight from, uh, I popped out from my mother's womb, and uh, and I'm glad you said that because it puts everything in perspective. As people know, uh, like earlier this month, I finally had weight loss surgery, the lap man. And I had struggled with that decision for five, count them, five years. And I struggled with it because of what you just said. I could fix it. I had no problem losing weight. And I'm because I'm writing a book about my journey right now. I've lost weight all of my life. I've lost massive weight. But it's the change factor. And I decided to have the surgery because, for me, I needed permanent change. And for me... The, the surgery was my permanent change. Now, for 30 days, I have been really been conscious of what food is in my life. Before, right. it was comfort. Now, it is fuel for me to uh, do what I need to do and have a healthy lifestyle. And so, right. I'm so glad that you said that because that, for me, and there's other areas in my life that I can I fix, but I can't change, but that right there just the weight loss is a, a huge, was a huge battle because I'm shedding layers every second right. of every day right. about right. that. And that's, that's important. You know, you you knew that's what you needed to do yes. to change permanently. And some people have to make that, that choice. Some people can actually fix. Like for me, I've, I've, I've struggled and I've thought about it and I've prayed about it, and it, it has come to the point where, I have decided that there is something more important to me than eating for comfort. Right. Um, and it, it is it is that, that I've met this man, and we're, we're pretty serious. And I'm 38 years old and, and about to be 39, and we'd like to have a family. And I just can't do it at this weight. So I need to make a decision at this moment in time. Is it more important for me to eat what I want to eat, or is it more important for me to, to be a, a happy, healthy wife and mother? Right. And... That for me right now is enough for me to to change, and I never had that before. It was right. oh, let me just fix this for a minute. So it has to be a compelling reason. It has to mean more to you than you know staying where you are. It's that one, and one you of said the key that, right there. Yeah, it has to be more to you than staying where you are. And like I said, everybody has their different you know reasons and know what they need to do to change. And, right. But I think all of us, the sameness in that is coming to the awareness that, okay, right. this is what's right. going to work for me. And so right. in order for me to change, and not email that is, I'm going to go back and listen to that. In order for me to change, lasting change, not just fix it, I need to do this. 
Right. And so, and it starts with what you said earlier. You have to get a clear vision because your vision includes every facet of your life. Right, right. Money, social interaction, spirituality, uh, everything that you do. Once you get a vision, then every area, physical fitness, every area is going to have to align with your vision. Right, And uh, right. when you get a vision, you're going to go with what you got. But when you go right. with what you got, you're going to be led to just so much of victory. Don't right, definitely, definitely. Well, listen, Naima, I guess our guest has gotten off, and we're going to follow up <laughs> with Dr. <laughs> T. Uh, but you have been our featured guest, and I'm so honored. Well, thank uh, you so much for having me. Listen, go with what you got. Tell us again where we can get it. And I want you to leave us with some nuggets of wisdom on how people, because it's a lot of people who are stuck. A lot of people are depressed right now because they're looking over uh, their life the first three months of this year, and they're like, you know, I I didn't do what I said I was going to do, yada, yada, yada. And they're at the uh, crosswords. Will I go forward? Will I change? Or will I just stay? Where right. I am. So, right. first of all, give us your contact information. Okay, once again, it's Naima, www.naimajohnston.com. It's N A I M A Johnston with a T J O H N S T O N, naimajohnston.com. They can reach me also via email, Naima's, N A I M A S, brokenbox at yahoo.com. That's all one word. And, um, if they want to give me a call, 615-731-0178. I'd be more than happy to, you know, get you the ebook. I do personal coaching. Um, whatever I can do, I have some dream development classes that I teach, some seminars uh, that, that I do online and via phone, so no excuse. And then <laughs> I guess, you know, the nugget that I would leave, one of the things that I learned from British that, I, that was hard, it was a hard lesson, but I learned it was if it hurts you bad enough, mm. you'll change. But you if you don't change, <laughs> if it hurts you bad enough, you'll change. Mm. But if if you can't move forward, if you if you don't if you don't move, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you really are okay where you are. You might not mm. want to admit it, but you're not uncomfortable enough to change. And I think once you recognize that about yourself, it's easier to say, this is ridiculous. I'm going to move forward in the way that I know I can and accomplish the greatness that God has put in me. You didn't say it in my word because that's exactly what I said <laughs> when I said I'm going to finally have this surgery. I said, this is ridiculous. Right. How did I get so big? How did I keep eating and eating and eating and eating like I do and enjoying it? I said, it's ridiculous, and I need to change. <laughs> I, love, I say that all the time, because it's ridiculous. I just need to fix this. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's exactly what I said. It's ridiculous. So y'all gonna y'all gonna go with my journey. I will come out with a book next year, later part of next year, on what my journey because you know it is. It's like anything in life. It's a shedding away and a repositioning of your thoughts, and then you look back on some of the decisions you made and why you made them, and then you say, okay. It's time for me to change, not right. fix it. Dr. Naima, that is million-dollar information. Not fix it, but change it. Now, Dr. Naima, you do, yes. are you a life coach, right? 
You know what? I, I've never called myself a life coach. I always say I'm a consultant. I will consult with you to help you achieve. I'm a dream consultant. I will help you achieve your God-given dreams. Wake up. Achieve your calling. Go out there and get it done. Go with what you got. Listen, I'm coming to the other veal pretty soon, okay. Dr. Nye. We're going to have to I'm go. Waiting. I hope you got my con- uh, a Grand Ole Opry ticket waiting for me. Because you know I'm ready girl, to see Carrie. It's on, girl. You I'm ready see. to see Carrie Underwood. I'm ready to meet her. Wish her congratulations <laughs> on her wedding. I'm ready to see Tim yes. McGraw, Faith Hill. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to Come on, because I saw Kid Rock the other day. So you come on out here. We saw him at the Mexican restaurant. Kid Rock. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He was outside the Mexican restaurant. Listen, girl, when when I come there and we hang out, they're going to say, what are these two chocolate sisters (laughs) doing at the Grand Ole Opry? I'm going to have a ball. (laughs) I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you everywhere. You wait and see. We're going to have a good time. Listen, you have been just Dr. Naima, I'm just going to say dynamically delightful. Your nuggets of wisdom were powerful. We're going to get the book, go with what you got, call Dr. Nye, get, well, you might as well start doing coaching because that's exactly what you've done in this hour. You've coached some people. Book her for your next event. Get her book on Facebook. What 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 are you under on Facebook? Naima Johnston. On Facebook, Naima Johnson. And you know what? If somebody will email you right now and just say, you know, I heard and I'm I'm ready to go, the first person to email you, um, if you'll get me their email information, I will send them a free ebook. Oh, see, free. She said free. So you have to say, I heard Dr. Naima on Real Talk, and I will forward right. information, and you will get a free ebook of Go with What You Got. Listen, you cannot beat that. You cannot beat it at all. Listen, you guys. Uh, things happen. So we're going to go with what we got. Uh, God bless you, Dr. Naima. <laughs> Dr. Teresa Harrison will be rescheduled. Uh, I know her book came out this week, so she's probably running way behind. We're going to get her back. Uh, but tune in tomorrow, Thursday night, for our regular time at 7 p.m. We kick off our Spring Into Action five-week series. De- uh, Brian Ganges is on, and we'll have our boast about your book, if nothing else. We're going to leave with Dr. Naima's powerful words directly from the throne. Dr. Naima, you say it. You, 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 you say those words. I say go with what you got. The Lord goes with you. Listen, we're closing out, and we're going to close out. Let me play some Nelly because y'all need to believe that y'all are a champion in here today uh, because when you go for what you got, you got to have the heart, the mind, the integrity of a champion that never quits. So we're going to close out with Nelly as soon as Blog Talk lets me find it. And listen, I tune in <laughs> tomorrow. I love you guys, and I'll follow up with you later, Dr. Nye.
cheese and mustard. I got the stats of my whole thing. And just two records. That's why I'm back up at the Super Bowl with Julius Peppers. I got that can't stop, won't stop in my veins. That's why they can't stop, won't stop screaming the name. Nelly, Nelly. Go tell a friend to tell a friend. I'ma keep the same grin whether I lose or win. Up by down ten, I'ma fight to the end. Let's go. Ain't no way they can stop me now. Test the road. 